Hey guys, welcome to the Wheelchair Pulpit Podcast. Hope everyone is having a good day so far. And today's episode, I'm going to give my thoughts and opinions on Dan Mullen being fired from the Florida Gators and who I think they should consider hiring. Uh, I'm also going to just briefly talk about the newest Spider-Man movie trailer. But then I'm going to talk about more on what I spoke to the FCA group over at Pace High School. But before I do that, let me open up this episode in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you've given us, Lord. Father, thank you for putting me in a position where I can do this podcast. And I pray that you pray in name. Amen. So before I get into Dan Mullen, just a quick shout out to the University of West Florida women's volleyball team as they won the GSC championship for a fourth consecutive time. So congratulations to them and they'll be hosting the first round of regionals the first weekend of December. So Dan Mullen was finally fired as head coach of the Florida Gators football team this past weekend after going 34 and 15 in four seasons, including a trip to the SEC championship last year and two uh, and three other bowl appearances. But his luck ran out short when his Florida Gators team this year was going to lose to a losing record. It was no surprise that, by the way they were playing this year, that he wasn't going to last long. Uh, I've talked to people about it, and I've given my opinions on it. He's a great offensive coordinator, great play caller, uh, one of the best, if not the best, quarterback developer but he wasn't high on recruiting he's made some questionable comments about recruiting that rubbed people the wrong way Uh, he just he didn't fit the long term status as a Florida Gators head coach like an Urban Meyer or like a Steve Spurrier that would bring in multiple championships and multiple top five, top ten recruiting classes. Uh, this this upcoming year's recruiting class, the Gators are ranked 23rd. That's behind Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M, and the rest of the high-profile SEC teams. Again, he's one of the best assistant coaches. He's just not a great head coach. So with all that said and done, the next question will be, who's going to be the next head coach for the Florida Gators? Right now, there are a handful of coaches out there that fit the bill that may want to take up the mantle as the Gators head coach. There's... The Oregon coach, Mario Cristobal, 
There's Ed Ergeron that's leaving LSU. There's Bob Stoops, the Fox commentator. But who else are you going to get? You can't get Dabo Sweeney. He signed with Clemson. I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Nick Saban is a long shot. You may have to break the bank twice and still need leftovers to try to get him to leave Alabama. And if he is considered leaving Alabama, I guarantee he's not going to leave Alabama to go to a different SEC team. Ryan Day from Ohio State. Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. These coaches like Ryan Day, Lincoln Riley, Dabo Sweeney out of Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, they're not going to leave a team. They're not going to leave a conference that they own on a yearly basis. It's just not going to happen. You can sweet talk them all you want. But if you can't guarantee that they're going to come in and produce like they did at their previous job, then all that money that you spent and you used to wooze your way into having them come coach, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't accept that. Look at the way they're using their teams. Look at their resume. Debo Sweeney, multiple-time college football playoff appearances, national championship, Lincoln Riley, high-profile offense. That's one of the best, if not be the best, every year. Ryan Day, great recruiter and also a great offensive coach. But I don't see them leaving their teams and the conferences that they own on a yearly basis. Now, maybe they want to change the scenery. Maybe they want to test their luck in the SEC, going up against Nick Saban and Kirby Smart at Alabama and Georgia on a yearly basis, plus Mark Stoops over at Kentucky, Jimbo Fisher over at Texas A&M, Auburn, Arkansas. Do you think they want to Try their luck and play against them every year. Maybe. I highly doubt it. I've read some articles about some of these ESPN insiders. They're saying the first person you should go to is Bob Stoops, who's who has coached a game since he left Oklahoma a few years ago. Maybe he wants to try his luck out again, but look, the Gators, we we expect something high. We expect guarantees. We expect to be in championship conversations, contentions every year. We want to be the one, the team that college game day comes to 
every year, every Saturday to host. But I don't think team, uh, coaches like Dabo, like Lincoln, like Ryan, I'll, they're not going to come. And if those coaches aren't going to come, then who's going to get? I mentioned Mario Cristobal from Oregon. Other coaches like that. But I'm ready to start competing for championships. I'm ready to start competing for multiple championships like a Clemson, like an Alabama, like a Georgia. And I want to get back on the recruiting trail. I want to... We just lost today. We lost a fifth commitment. Another recruit that was go that committed to Florida. He just decommitted. That's the fifth since October 20th. That's crazy. So, my my expectations of a head coach either at Florida or other colleges, this is my this is what I'm looking for in a head coach. Strong recruiter has a history of winning and needs to be a father figure to some of these players that once they're out of the house, once they move out, they want someone that they can go to to talk to, to vent on. Those are my standards of a coach. And Dan Mullen, he has a history of winning as an assistive coach, not much as a, as a head coach, not that great of a recruiter, some call him subpar. I don't know how he is as a father figure to some of these players, but man, I'm ready to get back into winning. I want to go back to the Urban Meyer era. I want to go back to reading about the Steve Spurrier era. I want to go back to that, those years. Because I don't want to keep settling for these little no-name bowl games or having to stress out every year about losing to Kentucky, to Missouri, to a deplemished LSU team. I don't want to go through that. So the UWF Argos team, they lost this Saturday. It wasn't a very good football weekend for me. UWF, they lost a overtime game to Newberry, but I guarantee you they'll be back in national championship contention and conversation. So the new Spider-Man movie trailer came out last week and it showed more footage of what to expect in the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie 
and it shows that the multiverse theory is going to play a significant part in the movie and it'll be it'll be bigger than Avengers Endgame not by box office but by you know consequences and repercussions and I'm looking forward to that so this past Friday and this is really I want this podcast to really go off of I spoke to the FCA group over at Pace High School this past Friday and I spoke to them and I shared my testimony of when I moved from Florida to Virginia uh, living in Virginia for seven years and then sophomore year my father passing and then moving down and then my senior year diving in the water and shattering the C4 vertebrae in my spinal cord just a quick testimony to those who don't know but I specifically touched on a Bible verse that I wanted to really hone on and really talk about and that was 1 John 5 1 John chapter 5 verse 9 which says since we believe in human testimonies we can believe in the greater testimony there is and that's God testifying that Jesus Christ is his son and that's the verse that I really talked about because we don't know what our testimony is un- until God places it in our lives. I didn't know my testimony was going to be a millennial being in a wheelchair. I didn't know I was going to be uh, going through my years in a wheelchair. But I tell people, I told a guy at Academy today, he asked me, what happened to me that in, that made me be in a wheelchair and I give I shared him what happened and I told him that it was a godsend in a positive way that it made me the person that I am now and I give God I give thanks to God every night when I pray at night I think of it put me in a position where I could be an encouragement and I love talking to the younger generation that will stop and listen to what I have to say and that's just something just short of what I wanted to talk about today so thank you for listening to this episode again you can listen to this episode on Spotify Apple podcast Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued prayers. And I'll talk to you all next week. So let me end this episode in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Father, again, thank you for putting me in a position where I can be an encouragement and being able to use this podcast as a platform. And I pray this with your person's name. Amen.